Welcome to another episode of Creativity Department with Matt and Laura Grindler. Special guest host, Chris Parker. Hey everybody, this is Matt and Laura and welcome to another episode of Creativity Department. And so we are talking with a longtime good friend of ours, uh, Chris Parker. And so uh, Chris, we are so excited to actually, I think we actually have you on our podcast for the first time. Yeah, I mean, so first Chris, time, yeah. yeah, Chris has been a friend, a friend long of the time show way back. for a long time. Long time listener. You know, sometimes <laughs> first, you have first time, long time. First time, long time. Um, so I think, you know, sometimes you meet people on Twitter and then you realize you know them or you meet them in real life. And I can remember a time, I would say about five years ago, Chris, where you and I were at a Texas Art Ed event and you were helping serve cake and I jumped in to help serve cake and then yeah. we realized we were both Twitter people that's um, right and, and we I, followed each other and we followed each other and then it became like this friendship and then you met my amazing husband and it was like yay we're all on the same page Superman with a Hot Wheels hat Superman with a Hot Wheels <laughs> hat that's right yeah so, so um but Chris your career I think has been very interesting if I remember didn't you teach elementary school regular ed for a while I did I did I've I've taught uh, I started teaching in South America and I taught third and fourth grade bilingual I came back uh, and taught third grade and then I've also taught first grade fifth grade and sixth grade uh, before I became a a full-time art teacher wow and where exactly if I mean because if our listeners don't really know who you are and you know, like, where do you teach now? What do you, what are your, your ages that you teach and things like that? Oh, I, um, so my Twitter handle is K R E Y U S. I used to have a East Texas, uh, principal and called me Krius. So it's (laughs) that. Um, Yes. Uh, I currently teach and have been teaching art at a private school, uh, called Keystone School in San Antonio for the last 12 years. Uh, I've taught pre-K through 12th grade. Uh, also taught digital media as well. Wow. Whoa. I think that's what I love about you, Chris, is like you have this amazing background of being able to do everything. You know, it's not like you're, you're in a little and you can only do, you can teach anything and everything and do it creatively, which is exactly what our listeners are looking for. Um, just, I know we're going to end up talking about PLN and how awesome our professional learning network is, but tell us a little bit about why you think creativity is so important in all classrooms. Well, I think that uh, a lot of people are black and white. And when I say black and white, I'm, they see things black and white. There's either a yes or a no, and standardized testing kind of hammers that point home where there's only one answer. And, and actually, in real life, there are multiple problems that you uh, encounter, and there's multiple solutions, or there's has to be out-of-the-box thinking. And I think creativity taught at a young age actually helps uh, helps people later on in, in life. So I think it's kind of a, an underappreciated skill and often uh, forgotten, and but by a lot of people, but not by me and not by you guys. <laughs> no, that is That's so true. very true. So um Chris also I mean for some of our listen listeners who may not know I know you're a you're a big foodie 
Um, I remember when I first <laughs> met you, we were in, we were in, I want to say New Orleans. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And uh, he was our, he was our food concierge that was like, yep, you need to go here. We can try this. We need to do this place. So how'd you end up like kind of becoming such a, uh, a foodie if you... Man. I don't know. I, uh, I, maybe I missed my calling, my true calling. I don't know. Uh, should be working at the Ritz at the front, you know, the concierge, but, uh, uh I just have developed a, a palette and, uh, I used to live in Austin and we, I would enjoy going to cool places and eating good food and made a lot of good memories with a lot of good friends. And, uh, I like to continue that. And I certainly have been to a lot of bad places. And so I, I don't want my, my friends or people to, coming to my city or uh coming to my city to go experience bad places so and i like to try new things um i'm going to minneapolis to naea and i've, Ooh, I've already created the list of different things the list. can't wait for that one so <laughs> it's fun to be good well i i think i mean i think the foodie thing is kind of connection to all of it right like it's about being a well-rounded human being and create teaching kids to to be creative and, and look for all those connections that come together and that we don't have to be black or white, you know, there, there, there are no right answers. There's an endless amount of innovative possibilities. I think, and that those things overlap each other. And that's the thing we sometimes forget is that like in the classroom, all those subject areas, they overlap each other. We don't really talk about it, but it, they do. Yeah. I mean, in the real world, and that's something that, like, when I also remember, Chris is good friends with um, Carl Hooker, and Carl was the creator of mm -hmm. iPad Palooza. And I saw Chris present, um, he was one of the first times I ever saw um, a presentation with Do Inc. Um, and then I got really interested in this idea of, like, how, how could we integrate iPads into the classroom? And, like, it was all this endless connection of people. So, you know, Chris introduced us to this app, Do Ink, and just thinking differently about iPads in an art room and in the studio. And then he introduced us to one of his other friends, which I'm sure he'll tell us about soon. Um, but how do you pull all of these things together in the art room? Because I know you're so brilliant at pulling in, you know, storyboarding and creativity in in multiple ways not just in drawing and painting as far as technology is concerned yeah yeah uh, i've always been kind of interested in technology uh i uh when i first came to san antonio i was uh i was hired on to be a pre-k through 12th uh 12th grade art teacher and incorporate some art or incorporate technology in there um I had never taught high school before, never, never at all. <laughs> and, uh, I, I started doing, uh, started going to, onto Pinterest and running into uh, different lessons like Trisha Fugelstad that was, uh, started doing some of her, uh, started kind of using her as some inspiration mm -hmm. and uh, doing some of her lessons. Then I went to NAEA a few years ago when it was in Fort Worth and I met her and I was like starstruck. It was like the first time <laughs> that I, you know, I'd followed her on Twitter and been on her webpage and done her lessons and listened to that wonderful voice that she has. And <laughs> um, uh, I, I met her and I, I think I actually kind of scared her a little bit, but um, <laughs> well, maybe not. I don't know. I don't uh, think so. You're kind of a big teddy bear. Like, I don't, yeah, I'm sorry, yeah, but. I don't think you would scare anyone. 
well then she, then she became a, a pretty good friend of mine and uh we collaborated a little bit and talked on twitter and i introduced myself i said oh i'm the big bald guy uh that you met in fort worth <laughs> and uh, so uh, i how, how do i do it i i just try to incorporate things that the kids are are interested in i learn about i find some stuff out on uh, online and kind of keep up with the different technologies that are available to education education and educators and try to incorporate that in, into my class and make my class kind of stand out and um, it's funny that you mentioned doing because i'm actually tomorrow i'm doing <laughs> my doing animation nice. lesson with go. my seventh graders so awesome. that's so exciting yeah. um <laughs> you know you played off or you, you played out a good point as far as you know these people you reached out to um, you know, you kind of start following and what would you say then as somebody who's coming into having to teach such a huge spectrum of students all the way from kindergarten to 12th grade or I guess pre-K pre pre to 12th grade, um, you know, how important would you say that having a, a like starting to have a network of people um, was for you in, in that? Uh, I think it was uh, truly one of the more defining moments in my professional career, uh, kind of helped me create the person who I am, the teacher who I am, the education educator that I am. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I really just kind of developed a website uh, to put my curriculum down um, so people could actually take me seriously in, in class and, mm -hmm. and I can use as a reference point. Mm -hmm. And then uh, I started following people and then I made a, art teacher rock star rock star art teacher web page <laughs> and these are people that i followed and people that i that i appreciated their work and admired and kind of wanted to be like i guess and uh i feel i before I, or when i started i felt alone i think a lot of art teachers especially mm -hmm. feel alone because they're the only one teaching that particular subject and um Nobody can really relate to that stuff. Oh, you're just the art teacher. It's just art. It's, isn't it great that you can just go and doodle with your kids all every single day? <laughs> yeah, that's great. That's not my. That's not my job. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I think, sadly, I think we've, I think all, think we've all heard that. One form. Yeah. And uh, exactly. So it's just I started following people that I that were saying stuff and I could uh, relate to, and then I started interacting with. Uh, hashtag uh, art said and the k-12 art chat i think i actually started interacting with you guys when it was the pisv oh yeah uh, i think you were one of the art. very very first people it was you and tim needles yeah <laughs> and then it was that ted and, uh, edinger yeah. and then it was ted yeah yeah, yeah. and then it's ted yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're all praying for ted and his skin disease or yes. whatever he is yeah. his illness but yeah get well get well ted. Um, absolutely yep. Uh, anyway, I think it's very important because it gives you somebody to bounce ideas off of and mm -hmm. interact when you, it's just not there. It wasn't for me. I, it might be for some other people, but I think it's super important. Well, I mean, I know Matt and I feel like that I, I could say exactly what you said, Chris, that interacting on social media and in particular Twitter was a life and career changing event for the two of us. Um, Certainly. I, I think that just all the connections and, and they're global connections. Like you're in central Texas, we're in North Texas, 
kind of unique that we're so close because I think a lot of our PLN is truly spread out, not only within the United States, but Australia. Um, we have people in Singapore quite often, New Zealand. Um, I, I, I see a lot of the time difference is always an issue, but I see a lot of retweets from people in England, you know, and I think that there's just this community there that, that inspires me every day. And that's why I think we keep doing it. Yeah, yeah. I completely agree, and it truly um, the interaction that I've had. This professional learning network has uh, reinvigorated reinvigorated some of the passion that I felt like I kind of lost. I think that mm -hmm. a lot of teachers have a roller coaster ride of uh, being a professional, and you know, there's only just so many days that you can have a five year old cry or <laughs> wet his pants or oh, yeah. um, a teenager tell you to tell you to screw off and um mm -hmm. it, it gets to you it it you do it for the kids and you do it because you're passionate about it but you know there's some days that are that you just wish you would have done something else and <laughs> then you have the professional learning learning network that is your support group and you can mm -hmm. uh, i certainly uh have looked forward to many many uh k-12 art chats and um that have gotten me through the weeks and when i just when I probably would have been filling out a resume. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. Uh, no, it's, uh, I, it's been great and very helpful. And uh, I certainly appreciate everything that you guys have done and all, all uh, everybody else that is listening or that's out there that I, mm -hmm. that I follow and have gotten some stuff from. Well, and I think that, I mean, I think too, and I think you're in the same boat. We have developed true friendships, lifelong friendships through this experience. Sure. And yeah. I think that that's part of it that just makes me so excited for, for teachers coming into the profession, because like you said, you know, especially specials teachers, you know, like the music teacher or the art teacher, they don't have a tribe on campus that speaks their language. Um, right. And, and then you meet these people and then you, there, there are then certain people that you meet that you're like, this person gets me and gets what I'm passionate about. And now you take that offline and actually get to meet face to face and you become lifelong friends and it just changes yeah, everything. Exactly. Yeah. I think. And truthfully, it, what I, oh, go, go ahead. ahead. No, you go ahead. <laughs> no, you. No, you. No, you. <laughs> I mean, in all honesty, like going to NAEA, one of my favorite things to do is not necessarily go to the sessions, but it's interacting with everybody that I, interact with interact with via Twitter or online all year long and I get to actually see them face to face and go have a drink or go have a meal or go sing karaoke or do whatever. It's just <laughs> or, or, or go, go on, jump off a boat and <laughs> or maybe go curling. Go curling. Curling, yes. I have heard that there's a plan to go curling. That does sound like a lot of fun though. I think it should be yeah. I mean, where uh, else are we going to do that other than, like, Canada? I don't know. So, well, you're know. pretty close in Minnesota, so. I bought a real coat for Minnesota. You did. Oh, that's awesome. Although it was 79 degrees here today, so, <laughs> in January. Yeah. Nuts. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. yeah. Um, <clears throat> I'll let you ask. What? Do you have the, the, the question? The question? We have uh, a, a, a oh yeah we, we have, have no not question. that the question no, but um, we have a question that yeah. we like to ask everybody towards the end of our conversation <clears throat> it's like 
all of our well you're you're like in the midst of in the throes of, of talking about it so no 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 um so basically when we start to wrap up our our chat we we always ask our hosts uh, you know at least one this this question of if there's anything you could the last bit of wisdom that you could impart on our listeners what what exactly would that be last tiny bit of wisdom yeah like the the takeaway you want them to uh, the last little your, pearl your quotable your quotable saying. my quotable saying my quotable saying would be to uh definitely find your pln and the reason why i say that is there's going to be days where you feel completely alone and the kids are a beat down and your administrators are beat down. And I know you're, and you need that support group. You need that support group to help you through with lessons or just an ear or shoulder to cry on, ear to listen to, shoulder to cry on uh, and bounce ideas off of. And then when you get together, those relationships actually are real. I mean, I feel like I'm living proof and you are with you guys, as well as many others around the, the country, the PLNs definitely work. And I'm part of the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation because of it. You are too, Laura. Janine Campbell from Michigan, who uh, Donna State is all responsible for Donna State. Uh, the uh, Art Girl 2 on Pinterest, who is like the ultimate, it's just like the ultimate treasure trove of art lessons that you could possibly imagine it's just fantastic you know um and there's a lot of different guys like tim needles and chris sweeney and uh i'm forgetting a lot but the Teresa uh, mcgee and yep. uh, trisha fugelstad like i said and i'm forgetting a bunch but uh, they're all on my website so check it out yeah. and i will be I, linking I, I that so i'll be linking PLN that to, our, to, to the blog as well that was okay. a long-winded one one last minute. Dude, <laughs> That's all right. That's all right. Yeah. I'm normally long-winded. Nah. No. No. That's what we like about you. <laughs> no, there you go. Long time, first time. Yeah. That's right. Long time, first time. That's right. Yeah. Um, well, Chris, we can't thank you enough for uh, coming on and talking with us. And uh, we definitely... Um, hope that everybody continues to search for their their tribe and their their PLN, and no matter what what group that is, you find find some people to get you. So, right, excellent. Yeah. If you guys, if anybody goes to Minneapolis, I'm I'm the big bald guy. Come up and say hi. And my name's Chris Parker. I'd be happy to talk to you, or recommend a nice little restaurant. So, yeah. all right. Yeah, yeah. Good talking, to you, Grundlers. You hey, too. you Thanks, too, Chris. Chris. Thank you. All right, bye. Bye, yes.